You're listening to Holistic Business Matters with Helen Harding, the show for complementary practitioners, therapists and coaches wanting to run their business in their way. Hello and welcome to episode five of the Holistic Business Matters podcast. I'm your host, Helen Harding. And today's show, I'm actually calling the Holistic Business Survival Guide. And it's been inspired by the challenges that we're currently facing in the world with this pandemic of the coronavirus and how that's affecting the way that we live, the way that we work. There's a lot of fear and worry and uncertainty at the moment. And what I wanted to do was create a podcast and there's also going to be a full blog post on this that gives you some ideas for what you can do to help secure your business when times are challenging. And you work in health and well-being. You are going to be needed. The country will need you. Your The world will need you. So it's really important to make sure that you look after yourself and that you look after the business that you run so that you can help your clients. So there are some practical steps that you can put into place that will help to make sure that your income's secure and that your business can survive these times. Although money's probably not the favourite topic for most practitioners, see it as energy. See it as energy for your business. It's something that flows into your business that allows you to do the work that you do. So you need to make sure that you secure your income and you stabilise your business in order to be able to continue working. So there are a few things that you can do that are practical that will help you to make sure you've got the money in your business that you need to be able to carry on. The first thing is to follow up on any money that's owed to you. If you've got outstanding debts from clients, chase it up because actually having that cash flow into your business will help to give you some breathing space. The next thing you can do is contact your bank. Now, it may be, depending on what the crisis is, at the moment, banks are being very reasonable and they're helping people out because people are struggling. But depending on the situation, it might be that you can talk to them about getting an overdraft or about getting a loan. There may be something else that they're doing, some sort of scheme that will help you as a small business owner to ride this challenging time. Check your insurance policy as well. You might have business interruption cover on this which means that talk to them talk to your insurance company and find out if you can claim on it which will help you and it will give you some income to keep you going there are also often a number of grants and funds and benefits available to you so if you check with your local authority um, check with your job center there may be something that you can claim that's going to help see you through this time. One of the things I did when I started my business many years ago is I joined the Federation of Small Businesses. And this is in the UK, but it's a body which basically helps small businesses to have a voice. And they provide all sorts of support from legal support to templates to health support and other things. But they are very good at providing advice and they make things very clear, very simple. 
So check out the FSB website and have a look at the latest advice. I'll put a link to it in the notes um, to do with the coronavirus. But they make it very clear what's available, what helps available, what you should do as a small business owner. All of their advice is publicly available, but you can join the FSB. So if you do decide to do that, I'll put a link in the notes because I'm a referring member of theirs. So I'd really appreciate it if you use that link. Another place that provides amazing information is Martin Lewis, who is known as the money saving expert. And he basically looks at how you can make the most of your hard earned income and how you can really support yourself and the best things to do if you're going through challenging times or if you find you've got some money and you need to know where are the best places to save or what are the best mortgages. So he's a really good resource to to check out. So again, I'll put a link to his stuff in the show notes. So there's some of the practical things you can do to make sure that you've got some income coming into your business. And now what I want to do is inspire you to start thinking about how you can find ways to work with your clients so if your work's limited because situations have changed and for example you can't work in person so like with the coronavirus we've all been told to distance ourselves anyone who's doing hands-on work to stop doing that so you need to get creative and look for other ways that you can help your clients Technology is provided us with so many opportunities and we're lucky to be able to connect with people using the internet and using technology and it's widely available as well. Because of the skills you have in health and wellness, you've got amazing skills that you can help your clients with. They're going to need help. They're going to need support in challenging times. So think about what it is that you can do to support them how can you take the skills that you have and you may have to think broader you may have to think other skills that you have that you can combine but you may have to think about changing the way you work for a while but that's okay and in some ways being flexible can open up a whole new opportunity for you for the future As a side note, just make sure that your professional body's on board if you're using a certain discipline um, because you need to be working within their guidelines. But many of them at the moment are being really flexible for their members and looking at how they can support their members to offer services in new and different ways. And also make sure you're covered by your insurance policy if you're going to be working online. So some of the areas that people are going to really need help with that you could consider working with. Stress, fear and worry. We're surrounded by it. There are so many unknown factors affecting people at the moment. And also add to this the fact that a lot of people are going to be spending a lot of time with their family under the same roof, day in, day out. That's going to put a lot of stress on people as well. So think about what you can do to help people stay really calm and really grounded in these challenging times. So a few examples could be guided meditation downloads. Or if you're a Pilates or a yoga teacher, can you do videos or give classes online? Maybe you can do online 
appointments for things like EFT or counselling or therapy or coaching sessions to help support your clients. So there are a lot of different things that you can do that would help somebody who is in a really stressful situation. So think about the skills you have and how you can apply them to help somebody who's feeling stressed, worried or anxious. The next thing that you could think about helping people with is how they can boost their immune systems. Now, with the coronavirus, it's not going to stop somebody from catching it. But if you can help somebody be the fittest and the strongest they can be, what could you do to help that? For example, it might be looking at how stress affects our immune system and what they can do about it. It might be foods that promote a really healthy immune system. You could use visualisation to improve the way that you calm your body and boost your immune. Maybe you have traditional remedies that you can teach people either how to make or to buy in order to, to boost the immune system. And maybe you can look at resilience as well, how you can help people be really resilient and how their immune system can be resilient. So these are a few ideas around the immune system. So again, what is it with your discipline that you could do that could help people do this? Another area that people are really going to have to work on is their fitness. When they're stuck in the house, they're not going to have access to maybe some of the things that they would normally do if they're gym people or if they normally out and about doing lots of things. So have a think about what you can do that would help people either maintain their fitness or maybe see being at home as an opportunity to get fit. So it could be things like home workout videos, um, again, online yoga or Pilates classes that people can join in. You could create programs around Facebook groups and help keep people accountable. Or you could even do five minute stretches that people can do in small spaces. You know, get creative. Think about how you can use your discipline and your knowledge and your experience to help somebody get or keep fit. Food's another area that's going to be interesting. There's a lot of people out there, firstly, that can't cook. Um, you only have to look at some of the shows that go on that show how so many people in today's society struggle to even cook basic meals. So there's a whole wealth of opportunity out there in helping people to cook and make the most of ingredients. It might be that you can teach people how to eat healthily on a budget or how they can go foraging for seasonal ingredients and what they can make out of those. Um, it might be that you can create shopping lists for store cupboard basics and then show them how they can use those and how it would apply in weekly meal planning. You might even do a meal planning service for people. So there are lots of things around food that are going to be interesting over the next few weeks and months. Helping people to get really good routines is another thing that you can work on. When people are at home, if they don't have some sort of routine, they can just drift from day to day to day. And that can help to build in the feelings of isolation and worry and everything else. So having really great routines for them and being able to show people how to create incredible morning routines or exercise and fitness routines or daily routines, evening routines, 
anything where you can help them to get some sort of stability into their day will be a really great thing that you can use your skills on. Whilst it's really important to look at what you can do and how you can still operate as a practitioner, first things first, really make sure you look after yourself as well. Make sure you and your family are safe and well. And once that's done, you can talk to your clients, find out how you can help them and look for creative ways that you can help them. There are going to be lots of opportunities and you're needed. You're going to be needed to help everybody get through this. Now, this isn't to say that everything that you do has to be paid work. There's a lot that you can do for the good of your community And there's an awful lot of kindness and community spirit that's out there at the moment. And that's heartwarming. You do need to make sure that you do value your time and that you get paid for your expertise. So make sure there's a balance there. I hope you enjoyed this episode. You can find links to the resources we talked about and a full blog post and show notes at my website, helenharding.co.uk forward slash podcast five. And if you enjoyed the episode, please subscribe. And I'd really appreciate it if you could take a couple of minutes to leave a review because it will help other people to find this podcast. Until next time, take care and I'll speak to you soon. If you enjoyed this week's episode, come and join me in our Facebook group, Holistic Business Matters, and join our community of like-minded practitioners, coaches, and therapists, and be inspired and supported to create your business in your way.